You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Rambling Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noses Media, your favorite black reality TV shit talking podcast. I am one third of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Y'all Niggas Been Wildin', aka the Michelle of Destiny's Dragons, and I'll throw it on over to Kebby. Uh, hello everybody, it's Candace. Uh, I don't have any AKAs this week. We have quite a bit to get out of the way. So as usual, I'm going to throw it to the lead singer of this trio. What's up, y'all? Curtis the Menace in the building. I, too, do not have any AKAs. But before we get started, I do have a quick announcement. So the compilation episode, Selections of Shade Volume 2, is now out for your listening pleasure. It is over three hours of our favorite moments from the past six months. So beginning with, I believe, episode 71 that was uh, featuring Bree, all the way up to last week's episode, you'll hear moments. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it was, it was, listen, that I've, I've listened to the majority of it and I just... I, I still don't believe that people listen to us say the things that we say from week to week. Like, what do you know about child support? <laughs> what do you know? You have no child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that is a prime moment uh, in uh, this last year because, as you know, Ratchet Ramblers is approaching year two. And I'm glad we've got that moment because that is the moment. Now, could some topic before we get to 100? Absolutely. Will that still be at the top of the list? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That was a dragging, and I we I'm just quoting that part. But when Curtis said, "I'm here to stand in truth and transparency," <laughs> that you a raggedy bitch. Above when me. I tell you that you cannot fucking rap. I mean, he did not lie. He, he ain't lie at all. He did not lie. You you honestly deserve an Emmy for that, friend. You really do. Yeah, that deserves an Emmy. <laughs> whatever whatever the Emmys is for podcasting or radio, whatever the fuck, you deserve that because <laughs> that was a jack a drag. Because even even when Mike, he was like, when he got to like, I'm here to stand in truth and transparency. I thought he was about to say something really fucking profound. And then it went to, you cannot fucking rap. <laughs> mm. Mm, 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 mm. Well, <laughs> so <laughs> to recap, <laughs> more moments like that. Listen to the compilation episode, <laughs> selections of shade volume two. <laughs> it is very long, but listen, you'll be laughing throughout. Yes, yes, you kind of did it differently this time. Like at the beginning, I put it together so it's like we all have like a couple of moments as our kind of like introduction, and then I grouped all of the dragons together by person with the most dragons going. Because listen, some of them we dragged a lot. (laughs) 
Yeah, like it was over, about too drag. Over the course of a lot of episodes, I was listen. I was looking at them folders with all them shits. Like, god damn, like Rashida. Yes, I was like, yes, shit. yes, <laughs> absolutely, yes. I think I think Rashida and Lily had the most clips. I was like, god damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in fairness, they gave us a lot to work with. That's true. I'm trying to remember if we're going to drag Lily on this episode, but we'll get there. So I think we're ready to begin. So come on, Michelle. Yep. <clears throat> we shall begin with Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. News Hop, bitch. Never mind. I'm sorry. Let me stop cutting you off when I throw it to you. <laughs> <sighs> you know, I'll be in my bag, though, with Love and Hip Hop. It'd be making me mad. They do be playing in our face. That's my fucking face. God damn it. <laughs> I understand, friend. But Love Here by Atlanta, season eight, episode 16. Do not engage, which honestly should be a lesson to us to not engage in this show because Mona, you really are playing in our goddamn face this season. Why is anyway, this not the season finale? I don't is this not the season finale? Uh no. No, no it is no. not, unfortunately. No, because the episode for tomorrow is going to be Scrappy and Erica's daughter's party. Where Erica and Bambi mom gonna have some words. So mm-hmm. like this shit's still going. How much longer? That's what I'm like. Don't they, they not, usually where we get off this train? It's mm-hmm. been enough. It's, it's like we don't need 24 episodes. Cut this shit short. Wrap it up, B. Because honestly, we truly ah, do not care. At all. We do not care. But let me breeze through this. Speaking of not caring, let me breeze through this. So again, I apologize if we all sound this this disgusted with this, but Mona really been playing on our face. But we are professional, so we're gonna give y'all what y'all came for. So maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's been that dry, so you know, <laughs> we can't we can't make no real promises. We're gonna tell you we're gonna discuss what was given to us. <laughs> Which was Shit. So speaking of bullshit, we open up with Jock's uh, Salon Echelon being on fire. Um, <clears throat> to make a long story short, Sharon to say, listen, I got the alarm from the, I got the notification from the fire department. I came up here, I beat them here. I saw fire. I grabbed the fire extinguisher. I ain't know how to use it. And somebody left the curtain line on and that's what started it. And that's what started the fire. And then her and Kendra Pearl and I wrapped in a towel. What kind of fuck? Let me tell you this. The Sharonda is her name Sharonda. Yes. Any bitch named Sharonda got a nasty attitude. That's just first and foremost. <laughs> and she's living up to her fucking name. However, points were fucking made. Jock, what kind of bitches are you hiring that are wrapping flat arms and towels and putting them in a fucking drawer? None with a praying grandmama. You must be hiring bitches who are still in hair school. You must be hiring <laughs> beauty school dropouts. <laughs> what are you doing? That's coming since one oh fucking one. Unplug your plant. Unplug your curling irons. Unplug your stoves. Unplug the hair dryers. Who you hiring bitches that's coming in for interviews and fishnets, and you got what the fuck you deserved? Because I think Sharonda said it was the. The last girl that he hired, and the last That's one we saw, was, yeah, the one with the fishnet. So, John, then oh, he her, hire her? I, that's what was implied. I don't know for sure. I mean, nobody that he interviewed was worth a damn. So, 
true. It really, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, it really don't matter. Speaking of things that don't matter, Kendra's <laughs> how well, stupid Kendra, is. Oof, go ahead, Jeremy, because this let was me a lie, good part. Let me lie between you. Let me lie between you. Kendra so, got Sharonda the fuck together, though. <laughs> it, she did. She, Kendra steps up to defend her man, and while Sharonda did get dropped together, Kendra got Sharonda together, because, girl, I just... Sharonda, for all the points that you made about Jock hiring these GED-having-ass bitches, you got one yourself, because Kendra was absolutely right. Eat Regardless of the, the 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 quality of employee that Jock may hire, that still falls back on you as the shop manager. You cannot have it both ways where you're saying Jock is the problem and the bitches that he hires is the problem, but you want the shop run your way and then you don't take no accountability for shit happening. Kendra was absolutely right. Like at the end of the day, you the last one there. Why you ain't make sure shit was on plug? Why didn't you make sure everybody was like, okay, go ahead, Ken. That no, yeah. I agree with Kendra. That is the one of the big things for the shop manager is make sure everything if you is. if you in the shop to the end of the night, you should be making sure everything is off and how it needs to be, or you need to leave a reminder for who is going to be closing. Hey, don't forget to unplug the stoves. Don't forget to unplug flat irons or dry blow dryers if you see them plugged up. Unplug that shit. Mm-hmm. Or make sure it's off at the very least. And the fact but that I you... still want to know what kind of bozo bitch doing hair the thought to wrap a motherfucking flat iron in a towel. Right. That shit, that shit sound dumb. What mm-hmm. reason did you have to wrap it in a towel? Right. Let alone wrap it in a towel while it's still on. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody in this situation oh, is dumb. Yeah. Jock, Jock is dumb because he's Jock. Sharonda's dumb because she's Sharonda. Kendra's dumb because she's just going to do that anyway because that's just how he is. And the people that either Jock himself or Sharonda employs, everybody's dumb. Just everybody's dumb in this situation. And y'all need to leave us the fuck alone. <sighs> so, moving on, Scrap um, has a scene with his kids and he on this, you know, I'm going to be a strong black Pokemon father for y'all. And I mean, that was nice for him, but I ain't care about none of that shit. Yeah, um, I ain't care about none of that. Only because he was a good father before he went to fucking jail. So I was right. not surprised. However, while we here real quick, just mm-hmm. real quick. Ooh. It's funny how Tierra decided to give up her son to the dad when Scrap didn't want to be with her ass no more. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. And it, I, turned, it went from let's be one big family to hunt. Take this little nigga. I got way too many other kids at the house. Who did you trash? Mm. You trash. You trash. Because mm. you weren't trying to give your you weren't trying to have your son go live with his dad when you was trying to throw that little uh unemployed pussy ass scrap. But now mm. scrap like listen, girl, mm. I ain't finna play no more game, head games with you. I ain't finna lead you on. I don't want to be with you like that. I just want to co-parent, and now it's here. Take this little nigga and go. Mm. Well, the, okay, the, bitch. The niggies remember. Mm. Yeah, we remember. You still the bozo, Tierra. You still stupid as fuck. Mm. Exactly. So, speaking of stupid as fuck, so, um, Scrappy, <clears throat> his daughter, um, Imani. 
Uh, Imani, she's about to have her 14th birthday, I believe. Yeah, 14th birthday. And she wants everybody to get together and come to her party and basically insert storyline to have everybody be one big happy family in Kumbaya because Scrappy and Bambi need something to do, I guess. Um, First of all, Imani, ooh, puberty. Mm. <laughs> we yet praying, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Luck be a lady tonight. Mm. Mm. Second of all, why is your bozo ass dad and his wife beefing with your mama for no reason? That woman is literally forty weeks Hella like pregnant. pregnant with twins. Why do y'all keep trying to start shit with her? Why do you have? Listen, the previews for next week. I am fucking livid that. Bambi would allow her mammy to even remotely kick off some shit with Erica. Mm-hmm. You just had a fucking baby, bitch. You, you've been talking about postpartum and trying to get back to yourself. And yet you sat up and watched your fat ass mama try to talk shit to this woman who is very fucking pregnant and do any day. You need your ass whooped. Your mama for real ain't had no business at that fucking party. Nope. Your mama ain't no relation to that motherfucking girl. She could have stayed where the fuck she was at. Mm -hmm. Coming up there starting shit with her homeless ass. (laughs) Bitch got a lot of nerve for a motherfucker who intruded on a a newlywed couple's household. Mm Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just don't understand. Like, why does scrap? Why, why do Scrappy and Bambi need a storyline that fucking bad? Like, they are bothering the like. Erica ain't stunning y'all. Erica mind her business. She got a whole, the whole, whole people. She got a her, whole nother nigga. Oh, she got her own man. Okay, she got people that she got to take care of to look out for. She ain't stunning y'all. She ain't worried about Buffalo Bill. She ain't worried about chitlin teeth. Um, the bam, the bozo. That she ain't worried about y'all. Leave that girl alone. Nobody cares about Scrappy and Kaya Light. Y'all need to get the fuck over it. Leave Listen. that pregnant ass woman alone. It don't make no damn sense that your fourteen year old daughter gotta be the one to be trying to broker peace between y'all because y'all beefing with her for no fucking reason. I have yet to hear a reason why y'all beefing with Erica at this juncture. What is the reason, bitch? I'm full Cardi. Okay. When she been extending an olive branch repeatedly. Okay. Like, and it can't y'all can't even use the excuse of well, we don't fuck with her because of old shit. Girl, who gives a fuck? She moved on. That's why Les Curtis just said she is standing in the olive branch. Like, what are y'all doing? Y'all some the fact that up. Erica can get along with your mama, but y'all can't get along with her is mind-boggling to me. Okay, listen. The fact that your wife is so insecure that she does not want to have a functional co-parenting relationship amongst the four of you, and I say four because of Erica's partner, um, it's kind of ridiculous to me. Okay, y'all going full Rashida. Oh, I'm sorry, Bo Sheeta, because I said I wasn't going to say her real name. I just, mm, mm. Po, pre, I'm, I'm gonna keep Imani and Erica lifted in prayer, and Erica's partner. Well, mm. they don't have to be bothered because Scrappy pays child support, so 
if y'all don't want to have a relationship, then that's fine. But showing up to parties to start shit and let your mama start shit, mm-mm. Y'all need y'all face left. Speaking of people who need their face left, so she kind of meets up with Sierra and Spice to catch up on life and also insert scene here. She kind of catches them up on the mess and <clears throat> what happened between her and Deadbeat V. And <clears throat> I want this to be a lesson to everybody that it pays to my it 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 it's beneficial to mind the business that pays you. Because she kind of tells, <clears throat> she kind of says, and I quote, that Akbar V came to the event that she was hosting and was starting starting shit with her about this nigga that she don't even give a fuck about that Akbar deadbeat had a baby by. And she kind of says, while you are trying to beef with me, you need to be at home taking care of your son. That's what she said. And here goes Spice in deadbeat mama bitch synergy. It's like, Shekinah, I got to tell you that the wrong. You don't bring up the kids, man. Bitch. First of all, Spice, you don't even you don't even like Akbar V. Shekinah's supposed to be your whole ass friend. And you getting on Shekinah talking about don't bring up the kids. You, wasn't talk, you shouldn't be talking about the kids. Girl, Shekinah was saying, talking about Akbar V. Like, stop trying to be for being... With me and go be a mama, you fucking up my spot, fucking up my bag over a nigga that neither one of us seems to really give a fuck about. What are you doing with your adult ass? And here goes Spice. You don't know what it's like to be a mama. Don't speak about motherhood. Then come to find out, she kind of <clears throat> and sharing something that she really didn't have to, but in full transparency, saying, "Well, I did. I do. I do have a little bit of taste of motherhood because when I was." Younger, I had a baby early I was, that I know I was not prepared for, and I had an abortion. And then here goes Spice being like, oh, I'm sorry, I had no idea. You right, bitch, you didn't have no idea, so you should have shut the fuck up and mind your ugly-ass weird business capable for a bitch that you don't even fucking like over your whole-ass goddamn friend. Spice, you're just a stupid bitch. You're a stupid, ugly, no talent, no music, no... Nothing ass bitch. You just why are you here, Spice? You're just worthless. Just fucking worthless. Your worthless mama, your worthless artist, your 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 wigs worthless, your style worthless. Everything about you is worthless. You don't do nothing but keep up shit and have fake alliances with people that you call friends, Spice. You need your whole me, face slapped. First of all, you I hated how y'all act how she was acting like she kind of called them kids ugly or something. She said exactly what a lot of us has been saying. While that bitch always keeping up some mess going, she need to go get custody of the motherfucking kids because not having either not having a mama around clearly has had an effect on them because that little motherfucker she gave the ugly name Derivian, uh, he out here wilding the fuck out. And she even said it. He just wild like his mama. He just wild like his mama. I'm a, I, I can't believe the Rivian out here acting like that. Shut up, bullet brain. You can't believe that a nigga named the Rivian is wild. I'm bitch, I know you like. <laughs> Could the Rivian just out here wild like his mama? He like his mama. Oh, snot mouth. Listen, bitch. Before I let you take me up out of my character, because my drags is for somebody else today. You non-rapping ass bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> what I will say is, fuck, Spice, shut the fuck up. Dead beats of a feather. Flock together. Flop together. No, pawn their kids off on other people together. They dodge together. <laughs> <laughs> Dead beats of a feather dodge parenthood together. <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, you take enough for that bitch, but Shekana ain't said nothing wrong. She ain't say shit that wasn't another person not thinking. That bitch running around, being messy, and the motherfucking kids need some love and guidance from their mammy. Girl, go give it to them. Don't worry about what the fuck Shekana got going on with a nigga that she don't have no ties to. You got ties to that nigga. Shekana don't seem to give a fuck. Not only that, but you admitted that she wasn't even messing with him while you were messing with him. So why do you have beef with her? There was no overlap and she don't care about him. You literally making up beef. To keep up mess. To, to get a check on this show. And like Shekinah said before she walked off and she should have stayed off because I was with her. I didn't say nothing about them kids. I don't know them kids to talk about them like that. Great. And as Candace said, dead beats of a feather because that like and like Jeremy said last week, how um the deadbeat parent always up in arms as soon as you mention some kids. Because if you listen to what she said, she didn't say anything about the kid. You heard the word kids and you automatically were set off. That's how we know you a deadbeat. Mm-hmm. Because me saying to you, you need to go take care of your kids. That's not me talking about your kids. That's me talking about you to your face, which is exactly what Shekinah did. But you so much of a deadbeat and a bozo. You hear kids and you set off. You triggered. Mm-hmm. How you trigger by people that you don't take care of? I am confusion. Explain, Spice. Explain all about deadbeat. Don't explain nothing. Both of y'all can eat shit and get off the screen. That's what y'all can do. Mm. Talking all that shit, Valerie. Oh, Valerie. Johnny, I mean, I, I ain't trying to have no beef with nobody. I'm just saying, you know, if, if you're going to come here trying to rap, you need to come with to the people who is here first. Shut the fuck up. The people who was here is you ain't shit. What, what, why, how, why do people that Ain't nobody got to kiss your ass, girl. How you a gatekeeper and you ain't got no success? What you, gate are you keeping, bitch? You don't have a gate. You don't have talent. You, you ain't got a pot. To you ain't got a window to throw it out of. You but ain't got custody of no kids. You ain't got no money. You ain't got no shapewear. You ain't got no style. You got nothing, but you have nothing, but you expect people to give you reverence. I am confusion. How am I respect 10% of nothing? Zero times zero is zero, girl, if you don't shut the fuck up. Valerie. Spice, go back to Jamaica, bitch. That and too. take that Kool-Aid blue hair with you and go raise the motherfucking cherub, bitch, because you ain't making that much money where you left them kids in motherfucking Jamaica. You could bought them cheering over here with you to Atlanta. Okay. You done pawned them cheering off on your mom. You okay. a whole lie. I'm trying to get to the bag. I'm trying. Girl, no, you ain't. I ain't even trying to be funny, but love and hip-hop is bottom of the barrel for motherfuckers trying to get famous. Everybody won't be a Cardi B. Mm. Most motherfuckers come to love and hip hop when they washed up. Mm. 
<laughs> you was not the queen of dance hall, bitch. You're not the queen of parenting. You're not the queen of shit. You're the queen of flopping. <laughs> Motherfuckers ain't heard black hypocrisy since the beginning of the motherfucking season. Mm. You trash, bitch. Gonna try to talk shit to Shekinah. And Shekinah, girl, I ain't never had no abortions, baby, but do what you gotta do. Because mm -hmm. at least you ain't out here being an Akbar V or a Spice. Okay. Pawning the motherfucking kids off on somebody who already raised motherfucking kids. Mm -hmm. Just Spice, I was just, I was just so disgusted. When, oh, go ahead, when Akbar V said this mother shit, this parent, this being a mother shit is hard. No shit, bitch. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> How do you even know? <laughs> who have you mothered? Derivian? <laughs> he a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Derivian, for God's sakes. Who have you mothered for it to be so hard to you? You pawned them children off on their dads and their grandparents. You said it yourself. How would you know how hard it is to be an active and accounted for parent? She must have heard how hard it was from Candy. Well, Riley would like to have a word with you. Ooh, but I just spice and Akbar, y'all can both eat shit, as my co-host said, and Debbie Mamari, because I just I could not believe what I was seeing on my screen. But you know what? <clears throat> whatever. Speaking of whatever, I also got down tired of Sierra and, and uh, BK Brasco. Please leave us alone. Nobody cares about y'all on again, off again, off again, on again relationship situation shit, whatever. Please leave us the fuck alone. I'm tired of BK Brasco being on my screen looking like he trapped in the 80s. Mm. I'm tired of him being on that screen with all that magic marker on his face. Mm. The magic marker doesn't surprise me because, I mean... He, Can you imagine he, him trying to hug you? Mm. You want me greasy as shit? Niggas look like he smell like all Old Spice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, Literally. But I mean, oh, you know, he with Sierra, and Sierra, her whole face looked like Facetune. So, mm -hmm. yeah. In the pregame, we did some digging because it is painfully obvious that Sierra has had not only face work but body work. Um, and but we are proponents of good body work. Um, but hers is not that good. No, it's um, not. And, uh, and she was very, she was, she was pretty before she started fucking with her face and stuff, because now she looked like the alien emoji with a lace front on and mad makeup. Mm -hmm. And I don't get, I don't get what y'all are doing. Y'all are, y'all is be cute. Y'all be cute. You go get up under that knife and get to looking crazy. <laughs> she looked like she had Botox and it never settled. Like her face is just tight all the time. Even when she talking, you like, damn, is her lips gonna pop off? That why be like that Mrs. Potato Head. That why she be talking so slow to strain on her goddamn face. <laughs> <laughs> that was she always talk like she read with <laughs> bitch in pain from all that work on her face. She just never mm. she before the surgery, like she looked like a normal person. Now she just looked like another bad creation, and it's just like, god damn. Mm -hmm. Why did you do that, Sharon? Mm. Mm. 
I, the pressure to be an Instagram bad bitch is just, I don't know. Mm. Well, I will say good luck, but I don't really care about you too too much here. So, whatever, girl. Um. So, so KK in this book. Yeah. <laughs> this hood nigga check, bitch. Did you see that fucking <laughs> cover, girl? What is that? What in the boys in the hood as don't <laughs> don't be in South Central as book cover shit was that KK? What <laughs> is that? Bitch, you don't need to remind us that you a criminal on the cover of your book. <laughs> you don't want better for yourself, beloved. The bitch with a record had a gunshot gun right Why on the Why would you do that, bitch? You you posing with noob cybot with fucking pistols on the cover of your book. Why? Why did you do that, KK? <laughs> oh shit, let me tell you something. When that when they revealed that goddamn cover, I that better not Bellis Noche's ass cover. Girl, why did you do that? Where the hell can we go? I fell out laughing because first of all, I was like, "Bitch, I know you fucking lying." That KK book was supposed to be inspirational, girl. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is gonna be inspirational? Two thug mistresses, like what? Listen, this one plus one equals shot you ass book cover, girl. <laughs> that is not inspiring me to do shit but run, <laughs> especially knowing who wrote the fucking book, okay, girl. This well, bro is generous. Mm-mm. Because I often say KK can't even read, so you know. She can't. But this old get this old get get, get shot get shot into a run trying to Oh man, but she has this book signing and <clears throat> scrap and um what's the other one name? I forget. Sass. A grown ass man. Now is that KK's son? Who says? Yeah. Uh, I think so, yeah. The but one she that looks like she, y'all talking about the dude that looked like Jacquees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she don't, but she don't acknowledge him the way she do Scrap. Because Scrap is the golden child for whatever reason. She, the, the other one is like the ginger, I guess. But they both, both of them hers. Uh, she just for whatever reason she's treating I mean, Scrap from like a little bit what she was saying. It sounded like she probably uh, got the most grievances towards Scrap, or rather the other way around. So maybe she overcompensating for that reason. Probably. Probably. Because the other one... Firstborn, which means he probably dealt with the most shit with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the other one is the younger brother. So They both ugly, though. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Well, I mean, they get it honest, because KK... Never mind. We don't need to go that route. Sierra, um, why do these old bitches on this show have better body work than you? I'm confused. <laughs> well, I'm hard to throw it back to Sierra. I know we're done with that alien, but I'm just because yeah. like Mama D and and KK from the neck down look good. Like they got some good ass work done on them old ass bodies. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they maintain it from what it looked like. Yeah, they they look nice and they dresses, and then you got to them faces. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> Beautiful goddamn gowns. <laughs> mm. But yeah, then you get to Sierra and it's just like, oof. like what happened? Did a natural disaster occur? Like, did she get caught in an earthquake or something? What's going on? 
Mm. But yeah, but anyway, <clears throat> uh, Scrap and, well, not Scrap, but, well, yeah, Scrap and KK put aside their differences for her book signing, Sass is there for whatever reason, um, and shit, that's all I really got to be. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, Sass is younger than Scrap. Uh, but she had, yes, yeah, okay, because I wasn't sure because she don't be giving scrap sass no airtime, and that's crazy considering he the baby. You would think she would be more up under him, nah, she more up on the scrap, but scrap and sass don't have the same dad. So, whoever scrap dad is that he with the sister or whatever, that's not sass actual sister, oh, okay. or whatever the fuck. I guess mm. this bitch got a lot going on. I hope that's in the book, bitch, because you know me. I love a hood fiction novel. Mm-hmm. I I'll love read it. the shit. Mm-hmm. And this ain't even fiction, allegedly. Okay. Right. It's going to be a lot of lies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, KK's <laughs> a scammer, so you know. Oh, well. I mean, shit, that's what she went to jail for. <laughs> so, yeah, but um, that was pretty much the episode. I don't have much more friends. I apologize. I'm sorry. I mean, you, you, we worked with with what was presented. So yeah, we did. We we you made get an a for effort. Yeah, you didn't let us down. Yeah, they didn't give us much. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about? Yeah, we talked about Jock and and the baby mamas and everything. So yeah, they didn't yeah. give much to work with to begin with. Mm. All right, what's next? Uh, uh Black Ink. Mm. Black Ink Chicago, guys. <laughs> mm. Do not ever open up no show <laughs> showing no house that these bozo motherfuckers can't afford. Bitch, <laughs> I cannot believe y'all opened this episode with House Hunters Gone Wrong. <laughs> Listen, you motherfuckers, this is how you know that even giving some motherfuckers even just a little sliver of fame and notoriety, it goes to their head because there's no way you thought with your black ink salary, your your piercing salary, and Ashley's brace addiction that y'all could afford no house a few blocks down from the Obamas. Uh, almost $900,000 house. Nine, no an almost million dollar that. house. You motherfuckers got approved for 200K. Y'all can't even afford to buy a house in the worst part of Chicago. Okay. With $200,000. <laughs> like, y'all can't even afford a house that you need a, a, a fucking, them damn, um, them damn chains that they put on stores in like New York or some shit. I know y'all fucking lying. I was like, okay. And she's like, oh, it's beautiful. This is the one. This is the house. Where is the income? Mm. I would like to see it. Where is the money saved up? What made you think you could afford an almost million dollar house? Hmm. Well, we know Ashley's stupid because she said she looked good in that mirror. And I was like, girl. 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 Ashley, bitch, you ugly. And I want to remind you that you are ugly. And I don't care how much straighter your teeth get. I don't care if you take the motherfucking braces out tomorrow and wear a retainer. But you still gonna look like Pumbaa in the face. 
Always gonna look like an Ashley. You look like a stupid fucking warthog. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb bitch. I can't believe. Where's y'all self-awareness? Where was it? Well, I mean, it is Don and Ashley. Where was your self-awareness? What made you think you could afford a $900,000 house? Mm, Y'all not living in no $900,000 house now. Yeah, I'm living in the project, so I've... The last time... Listen, the last time we seen y'all motherfucking house, the inside of y'all house, bitch, y'all had mismatched motherfucking picture frames on the wall. (laughs) Hmm. Cleaning the motherfucking house with Fabuloso. Ain't got no maid or nothing. What make y'all think y'all can afford a million dollar house? Listen. So y'all could go put all that old ass furniture in it. Mm. I know you fucking lying. Mm. Mm. Goddamn realtor being as nice as he wanted to be, but I can't imagine the way he laughed ugly before them cameras rolling when he saw they, they didn't even get approved for half the money they needed for the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> Two hundred thousand out of nine hundred thousand. Mm. Let me do the math on that because y'all are dumb as fuck. You only not even a quarter of the money you were approved for. I was gonna say that's like what fifteen percent or some shit like that. <laughs> like twenty two. <laughs> shit. <laughs> God damn. The engineer me did the math. (laughs) Not even 25%, 22% of what you needed for that house you got approved for. Y'all don't got it. There's no income there. How much you pay to pay? How much titty piercing pay? (laughs) How much them little funky ass commercials paying? Y'all just sat up there and gave that baby that stupid ass name. <laughs> I'll wait for one of us to bring it up. I did not know that the baby's name was Ash Dawn. I thought it was Ashton, like normal. Ash. And when I saw Ash Dawn on that screen, I. Mm. Why y'all do that to that baby? I was that so. First annoyed. of all, why y'all got them kids in that hepatitis C <clears throat> shop? Tetanus ass shot. Oh, yeah. Tetanus just floating in the motherfucking air. Mm-hmm. Floor nasty you? as fuck. Kids all on the floor. Belly, you too. Get them, get you a motherfucking babysitter. Okay. Chicago is very fucking black. Okay. So you could find somebody's meemaw to watch their motherfucking kids. What y'all doing? Exposing you know their baby to the strain. Like, y'all worse than anti-vaxxers. Y'all need to go to jail. Y'all do. The FBI need to be called on y'all. Y'all are criminals. Okay. Y'all are fucking criminals. Y'all need to go to jail with that girl that licked the ice cream. Well, she's a teenager. Let's hope she... <laughs> Let's hope they give her minimal punishment for that. She was just a dumb teenager. But the adults doing it, y'all go to jail. Y'all go to jail. Fair enough. Fair enough. And fair Ashley, enough. you go to jail for being ugly. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. you go to jail and stay there, Ashley. We don't need to see you out. Yeah. Ever. Go to jail till your braces pop off. <laughs> um. Basically, <laughs> you just said give her life. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of this shop, <laughs> why do Ryan keep trying to make Shine fetch? We don't care about Shine. Literally, don't. He he left and came back even uglier. And that what a feat. 
with that ugly fucking sweater on. Van had every, Van got a lot of nerve dragging somebody the way they dress, but he still had every right to drag that cracker for being dressed stupid like that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like you you have no right, but you had a right. Yeah. Sean was definitely dressed like Malibu's most wanted. <laughs> B Rad from the boo. <laughs> like, you go angry pimple just red and pink just ugh and also why was Ryan so hesitant to let Sean tattoo him mm. like Ryan was like mm, nah nigga said it hurt Joy. Talking about nigga it hurt. whole body inked up to, up to your motherfucking neck talking about it hurt just tell that white boy you don't want his clammy hands touching you but you like him for, <laughs> to work in the shop. Guest spotting. Child, get, <laughs> oh, get a grip. Like, so then he tattoos. It. Yeah. Not <laughs> <on me. laughs> he tattoos Ryan's assistant or whatever. And he did a good job. Yeah, um, I like the tattoo a lot. He's a good artist, but you could tell Ryan just want black people to do his tattoos, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But don't don't bring no motherfucker in the shop you wouldn't let tattoo you. I thought that was a given. Yeah. If you wouldn't get a tattoo by them, why do you have them coming in your shop? Yeah, I thought that was very strange. Mm. What was even stranger was Lily throwing that flat back at Shine. Like, you have no morals, bitch. You have no standards. You have no discernment. You throw that little sloppy top of T.O. pussy every which way. (laughs) Listen. That's why her and Bella get along so good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bella got ghosted after she fucked what's his name Jet yeah, yeah. <laughs> he literally jetted he jetted <laughs> jetted on that pussy <laughs> she went that fire <laughs> Jet said nah I, I, nah I can't be associated with, with old non mag puss mm-hmm. nah I'm in the new shop new shop you don't new qualify mm-hmm. what happens mm-hmm. where did they go Jamaica what uh, that was Miami, where Jet fucked her, fucked and ducked her. Yeah, it was I like thought he happened. was the one. Girl, how you think he was the one? You don't know him. You literally just met the nigga. The nigga, you, you, you so goofy. You was taking off your clothes and he saw your pussy and he was like, "Well, if she gonna give me a piece, I'ma take it." Mm-hmm. You trying to fall? You trying to? First of all, you trying to fall in love in Miami? I know you fucking lying. Girl, that if it, if it's any city where you just get your fuck on and that be it, it's Miami, girl. girl close, close, close them little ass legs on up. You looking mm. for love in all the wrong places. Focus on getting that little badass daughter in daycare. That's where your priorities need to be. That's what's wrong with y'all. Y'all priorities be so fucked up on these shows <laughs> in all the wrong places. We got motherfuckers who could barely afford braces trying to live down the street from the Obamas. We got these motherfuckers naming their kids stupid shit. Y'all ain't got y'all kids in nobody's daycare. Y'all got to bring them with you to work and shit. When you got to bring your kids with you to work, you need to get them little motherfuckers in daycare or to the, a, a, a consistent, reliable sitter. Mm-hmm. The shop probably smell like old neck bones. Van just fat as he fucking wanna be. 
Okay, him and Jen done found blunts and blunt papers, cigars, and the daughter's shoebox. She's 17. She doing yeah. the same shit you was doing at 17. Y'all not gonna yeah, too much fucking grandstanding for me. If you're gonna sit up here and act like you wasn't you ain't try no weed at 17. Van, you a convicted felon. You got a lot of nerve talking about what's a gateway. Listen. Being a criminal was a gateway to jail for you, bitch. <laughs> You've been in the prison pipeline for a long fucking time. You need to mind your business. <laughs> if she went out of her way to hide that weed and those blunt wraps in a motherfucking shoebox, you should have minded your business. What is you doing snooping through shoeboxes? Leave y'all motherfucking kids alone. You can't stop teenagers from teenaging. And the fact that she even hit it just tells you what you need to know about how much. That she got a lot of respect for you. Okay. She had enough respect to, to hide her, her weed. Mm -hmm. And here you go looking at motherfucking shoebox. What was in the shoe? You was trying to wear shoes, you fat bitch. <laughs> Oh man, Let's I think Jen was the one that found it and then gave it to Van. And she need to get a grip too, bitch. You was just crying last season when you was about to do a fake ass shotgun wedding while Van was drunk in the motherfucker after he was fucking his apprentice. Mm. Girl, why is you here? Iyala mm. need to fix you whole self esteem up. You've been a goddamn fool on this show for this fat ass nigga, probably who got that little ass. Pinky dick. Uh, uh. And now you trying to play mommy dearest. Bitch, get go find yourself. You up here oh. tired of telling and shit, bitch. Why aren't you even telling? Now, if you found some cocaine, shit will be different. Weed? Child, yeah. you know how much weed I smoked at 17? Mm -hmm. 16, 15. Like, I just don't like that grandstanding that some black people do was like, oh, if you smoke weed, it's a gateway drug to all types of other shit. Girl, no, it's not. We don't do shit but make you hungry, happy, or sleepy, or all three. That's it. Like, stop acting like, like Candace said, stop acting like it's crack or some of this other shit that these white people be on. That is, to me, that is just so anti-black. You worrying about her smoking weed? Did you ask? Did she bring that science grade up for all of them fucking years ago? Is she passing gym now? The hard-hitting question. You had bigger fish to fry than worrying about a motherfucking blunt. She probably let her smoke because she probably would pass them classes because she'd be relaxed. Yeah, she probably stressed shit. Having van for a goddamn day, I'd be stressed Listen. too. Shit, I'd be smoking all I can. Listen. Shit, I would. I too would be stressed if my dad looked like a gallbladder. Okay, and on TV embarrassing the fuck out of me. I <laughs> Now, he told, when he told Jen, or he was explaining about having Jen back, and was like, "I'm I'm making better choices with food since y'all keep calling me a fat ass." I was like, "Yes, we do." <laughs> and then he go, Jen, I don't want none of that healthy shit, bitch. You eat, <laughs> I'm good. She don't need it. She just need a face transplant. Yeah, <clears throat> better wigs, better. Life. She need to be off this show. Like, I don't really care about her and Bam being in a relationship, if you want to call it that. Just like, y'all are, this show is the the top tier of showing spouses of people or partners of people that we do not care about. 
Like I would rather I wish we could see more of Rachel. Mm-hmm. But I, I wish care. we could. Yeah, I, I too. don't care nothing about Don partner. I don't care nothing about Van partner. I don't care about nothing about Lily. Well, I mean, she she a hoe, so mm-hmm. yeah, I don't I don't care about seeing Ashley. I don't care about seeing Neek. I don't care about seeing uh that nigga that Danielle used to mess with. I would like you said, I would like to see more of Rachel, but because she's an entrepreneur herself. I would like to see her endeavors with Paranova and what she got going and shit like that. But why do we need to see Ashley being declined for a homeowner's loan? Why do we need other than y'all going out y'all way to embarrass her? But which I enjoy that. But still, I don't really want to see much of her. Mm. Speaking of. I'm ready to get to the meat and potatoes of the show. <laughs> the floor is yours, friend. God is. Ryan gets some paperwork in the mail in a big envelope and he opens it and realizes that it is a lawsuit mm. against Nine Mag, Ryan Henry, and Van Johnson suing for damages and emotional distress and disfigurement caused by a tattoo that Van Johnson did on a woman client. A cover-up. A cover-up. First of all, um, when they showed, they put some pictures in the paperwork. I would like to understand... No, I don't need understanding because I already know that you a shit tattoo artist, man. I just really want to know what made you think doing a tattoo of the continent of Africa and shading it completely black was a good idea. Mm. Somebody, and it almost the shit that like was you trying to put a life size figure of Africa on this woman's body. Okay. You put that big ass shaded black Africa on that girl's thigh, and it takes over her whole fucking thigh. Mm-hmm. He thought he was a uh, Raven Simone from trying to put every continent from Africa on her goddamn thigh. This motherfucker then, so Ryan is like, "Oh fuck no." Ryan goes and talks to Van. Well, some more information falls in Ryan's lap about another client who got a tattoo from Van that ended up getting infected and he had to go on antibiotics and all this other shit. And so Ryan is like, let me go talk to this fat motherfucker. What's good, big chops? Uh, (laughs) I got some paperwork in the mail and we are being sued because of a tattoo you did. Van says, and this is how, again, I am still very upset with the way Ryan is moving because to me, it seems like Van is trying to tarnish Nine Mag. You go and you talk to Van. Van says, oh yeah, I remember this client. She was unhappy with the tattoo after. We spoke back and forth, but nothing was ever resolved. You are the business. You do what you have to do to resolve the issue. Just because she stopped hitting you up, you're supposed to keep reaching out and saying, hey, how can we fix this situation? I'm waiting to hear back f- 
from you. What can we do to rectify this? Do you mm -hmm. want another artist to do something and I, it will be at my, I will pay for it? Do you want to be refunded? How can we fix this situation so that it doesn't reach where it reached? It How are you running a business and you can't even do simple damage control when you fuck up? Yeah, if it's in the industry, that definitely the phrase customers always right applies is definitely tattooing. Not even that. The shit from what we saw, that Africa itself, Van says there was more. It was an African-inspired piece. There's other aspects to the tattoo that weren't in the paperwork. Not our business. What we do know is what was seen was fucking ugly. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, Ryan said that shit in his confessional. He was like, don't none of this shit look good. <laughs> none of this shit look good. It don't look good anywhere. It don't look good. Yet, when she stopped contacting you, you was like, oh, well, I guess she said fuck it, so I'm going to say fuck it. No, you fat bozo. How you got that big fucking head with no brain in it? That's not how this works. Just because she went silent, you don't. She went silent because she was getting a fucking lawyer. Mm -hmm. She was shopping for a lawyer. Uh, and, and most lawyers would not take this case if she didn't have a case. You drop the fucking ball and in turn, it's going to cost Ryan. You don't have shit. You probably just spent your last buying your daughter a Land Rover while you refused to buy paper towels and toilet paper for the fucking shop. Mm. You are fucking stupid. And then this other man comes in and he talks about his experience and getting the tattoo <clears throat> for his deceased brother. And it got infected and he was in such a fucked up place that he didn't even bother reaching out to Van because he he all but said he would have beat Van ass. He yeah. was like, because if I would have came back up here, I would have reached out to you at that time, it would have turned into something that ain't need to be. Basically, I would have killed you. Yeah, because he, you know, in typical nigga fashion, he was like, I ain't with all that sewing shit. So if I would have came up here, it would have been something else. You're not a good tattoo artist, bitch. I'm like, Curtis, I'm here to stand in truth and transparency. <laughs> you cannot fucking tattoo. And that's just, that's two tattoos. We remember that ugly creativity tattoo you did. You have a history of fucked up tattoos. I'm not surprised that man's tattoo got infected. I'm not surprised that lady is trying to sue Nine Mag. That shit looks terrible. You put all black, big-ass Africa on black skin. No, no great, no shading, no playing around with the light, no trying to sketch in some of the countries within Africa. You just did the outline of the continent and shaded it all fucking black. You are fucking lazy. That was lazy. And when you lazy as an artist, it shows. Yep. You just Ryan, a fuck up. You making big, big mistakes still. Just because the new NIMAG is flawless and that's where big names come to get these tattoos, that's fine. 
but old nine mag is going to fuck you up if you don't get a good manager. Yep. Old nine mag is gonna clip new nine mags wings old nine, yeah. the way it's going. Old nine mag should have been run by junior, to be honest. He should have brought Junior in to run old nine mag. Cause that was his plan when he was trying to get that up. Yeah. That uh, yes. he was like, Junior, I want you to come back and manage. When Junior came back to the show last year, he looked like a million fucking bucks. Mm-hmm. He looked like he was doing his thing. So I'm just trying to understand. And then when we found out he lied about uh, when Reese lied on him, that should have been the automatic end. Child, man, I'm disgusted. I am disgusted. Ryan, you really, really need to get a grip on this bullshit. Because how many more lawsuits can you afford? <clears throat> you keep fucking around and letting Van play with your, with your name, your reputation, you're going to be having to turn your shit into a loyalty ink. Cause now I'm mad gonna owe motherfuckers money out the asshole. Mm. You better get your shit together. For you to be so business savvy, you being plum fucking dumb. Over van. Over fat ass van. Chrysler town and country built, bitch. Like it ain't that much homeboy. We 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 grew up together, whatever the fuck in the world. At least not for me. Not for me. Up my business, and this we talking about long term um, implications here. It ain't just no one and done, no run up real quick. You talking about a lawsuit that could potentially damage the financial capacity of the business for a long time. Not yeah. to mention the reputation. Because people ain't just gonna say, "Well, I mean, old nine mag." I mean, that's just no. They gonna it's not. It ain't no. We saw old nine mag. No, we saw a nine mag. Who owns the name LLC? Right. Who owns that? Ryan Henry. Exactly. Listen, we're not. You're not about to be friends with me, and we we going into business together, and you getting me sued. That's just not what's gonna happen. Nope. And you damn sure not gonna be getting me sued and continue to work up under my brand. Mm-hmm. friendship be damned friendship don't pay the bills especially not a friendship like that because as much as ryan has forgiven van you have been an awful friend to ryan for years yep as awful as his tattoo true Cause man, just he is just a fuck up. He's he's a fuck up at tattooing. He's a fuck up as a businessman. He's a fuck up as a friend. He's a fuck up as a father. Like, what purpose do you serve, man? Mm, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> you, a f- Ryan, get it together, please. Uh, uh, Charmaine. I remember the episode when Charmaine got to interview Nipsey Hussle. Uh, they did a little tribute. Uh, okay. And that was it for Black Ink. And before we take a break, um, what is going on with April or Marianne's baby mama? Is she on crack? Yes. Have y'all seen them videos? I have, yes. She's not okay. Pray for her. She out here bad. 
Ain't but, there some uh, rumors like she's supposed to be pregnant by Fizz or something? It's a lot going on with her. She she was she was on IG Live basically listing all the celebrities she fucked. And what really made me feel like she might <clears throat> be on crack, excuse me, is she said she fucked Shiggy, the little dance nigga from New York who always spitting and shit in them videos, the Kiki Do You Love Me challenge nigga. Baby, you have fallen on hard times because Shiggy looks disgusting. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. I'll never forget somebody edited one of his videos with the catching uh, with them Sambo sound effects and yes. shit. Yes. <laughs> somebody put with them. Somebody titled the video Dance Nigga Boy. <laughs> 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 Anyways, I just wanted to touch on that. Uh, it's been a while. April left Love and Hip Hop Hollywood many years ago, but maybe mm-hmm. she's just drummed up just enough uh, mess for herself to get back on the show. So I will we'll see. Maybe there's an opening since Tia Marie not gonna be on there no more. Uh, she's, she's somewhere in, in the jail. Ditch. She in jail. She ain't in no no dish. She going to jail. She going to jail. <laughs> That way. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take a break and then we'll be back after the jump with the second half of the shows and more mess. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, we are back from break. And up next, we got Real Housewives of Potomac. This is season four, episode eight, Sex, Lies, and Butter Knives. Mm. So the episode starts off with some mm. shit, and Candace is talking about the story of her mama slapping her in the face <laughs> with that purse during an argument. At somebody's reception. Motherfuckers didn't ruin your wedding, but you think you're going to ruin somebody else's shit. Girl, mm-hmm. I'll be there, buddy ass. Dorothy <laughs> need her ass whooped, though. Like, she is out of control. <laughs> Like, what is going on with you that you are handling your 30-something-year-old daughter this way, in public, no less? Listen, my mother can't smack me in the face with nobody's purse, and I'm going to just be very honest about that. I'm one of those people. I'm very clear about boundaries and respect, and it doesn't matter who you are. You will not put your hands on me. I will beat you the fuck up. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> once you, when you put your hands on me, you are saying that I need to defend myself. Yep. Mother, grandmother, auntie, uncle, nieces, nephews, I will beat you the fuck up if you put your hands on me. I just, I absolutely will. Don't smack me in the face with no dirty fucking purse, bitch. <laughs> That's worse than somebody putting their hands on you. You, we sit our purses every fucking where, <laughs> on the counter, next to us, in the car, in restaurant. Your as a woman, your purse go everywhere you fucking go. So imagine how many germs your purse pick up. Now imagine somebody puts putting a purse on your motherfucking face. Yeah. For, for as much as we get on Candace because she's a bozo and it's well deserved, we cannot never stress enough the fact that her mama need to be beat the fuck up. Yeah, her mama is out of. I just cannot imagine a mental health <clears throat> professional constantly behaving this way constantly lashing out and just doing the most i i, I don't understand it she's just an evil bitch she's just an evil bitch and that's just the black ass bottom line as kid mm-hmm. so we see candace and chris and candace is like i we need to get out of this house <laughs> finally taking uh candace's our candace's advice from a few episodes ago or really all of our advice about y'all need to get out of her mama's house. Yep. Yes, we get it. It's technically all three of y'all's house, although I think only your mama is on the actual paperwork. But we get it. Y'all all pay rent. Y'all need to get out of that situation. Correct. Just for Chris to be like, oh, I just don't want you to make a hasty decision. Sir, your you wife like is in you. distress. You need to get her out of that situation. Absolutely. ASAP. Stop yeah. pussyfooting around and get out of that fucking house. Right. Even if you have to get a one-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. But this just goes back to something that, again, our Candace said about I know it's difficult because it's not necessarily, you know, his place or his mama, but nigga, that's your wife. Like, you got to take some initiative. Like, what, stop you allowing be, your... You got to be her protector. That's right. the job you signed up for. And right now, She's being treated absolutely disgusting by her own mother. Right. You should want your wife as far away from that as possible. Only because you do not want your wife to turn into a version of her mother. Which we're already seeing pieces of it. We're seeing signs of it. Yeah. Yeah. And how she's going at Ashley and, and being super messy and mean for no apparent reason or whatever. And all of that bullshit. You have got to step up. You, yes, I we give you your roses. You are attractive. You are a partial deadbeat, not full, partial. Mm-hmm. I ain't giving you no roses on being attractive. Fuck that. Nonetheless, <laughs> I think I think he is. I think he is nice looking. I think he has a great career from the way that the food was looking. He was making for that dinner party. Absolutely. He is a chef, chef. The food, um, but. <clears throat> You dropping the ball on this living under somebody else's roof. Mm-hmm. You should not be comfortable living under that roof under those circumstances. If there was an actual lease in place where y'all had legal protection from her mom trying to put y'all out and shit like that, it would be completely different. And I'd be like, okay, fuck that bitch. We pay our rent here. We uh, we got a lease with her. We're going we gonna to live here. 
but y'all don't have any of that in place. And every time that girl mama get mad, the first thing out her mouth is, well, y'all could get out of my condo. Right. That's my condo. I couldn't live like that. You couldn't hold having a roof over my head. Yeah. Absolutely not. And to add insult to injury, it's the rest of the ladies hold it over your head too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have mad jokes. Oh, Candace house, Candace mama house, Candace and her mama house, whatever it is, whatever. Like, mm-mm. Yeah, like Chris, you have oh. to feel for if no, if if nobody else is safe, your wife, your newly wife, like. Hell, that should be the first sake that you stepping up for. Shit. Right. Y'all ain't got no kids together and you a partial deadbeat. Like, who else you gonna put first? Well, that. Not some kids. Especially when this is the person that you got to be with every day. Candace. She didn't lie. <laughs> uh, let me, I mean, I, who the hell booked Ashley for fucking Virginia Pride? <laughs> Are y'all you hearing say? something that we're not hearing? Like, <laughs> like, do she sound like Mariah Carey? And is something wrong with my ears? What are y'all booking her for? I am very, very, extremely confusion. Mm. I'm just creeped out. Who heard that bitch sing? First of all, sing is way too generous. Well, squat, how, chirp. Whatever. Whatever. Who Not- did that? The mayor needs to be called. You need to go to jail. Whoever booked you for pride, that person needs to be in jail, and you need to be right next to him if you accepted that offer. Yeah. Because it went to, first of all, I have a huge problem with not extending those type of opportunities to people in the community. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have somebody perform at for pride at a pride march or a pride event, it should be somebody in the community. It really should. That that should not have ever been extended to Ashley. Unless <clears throat> never mind. We'll get there. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm that just should have been that should have <laughs> what kind of move was this? Like what kind of crowd do y'all think she is bringing to pride? I'm I'm so confused by this. I'm sense. really confused by it. And like I said, I'm not only I'm confused, I don't like the fact that opportunities weren't extended to talent in the community. I, well, I didn't like that at all. Technically, we don't know who they extended invitations to. I shouldn't have been Ashley. But we definitely know she shouldn't have been in the running. Right. Why are y'all inviting people to Pride based off one song anyway? Didn't they do the same shit in Hialeah with Veronica Racist? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We ain't forgot Hialeah. Y'all hired Rat Tatter to get up there on that goddamn stage doing that one song where she say nigga, stupid bitch. Mm. Anyway, Ashley, you too. Uh, let's see. So just, mm, just <laughs> speaking of a stupid bitch. So everybody's just being messy and telling everything that they hear. So you got Giselle talking about the mess with Monique. You got Candace telling Giselle shit. 
and then Ashley finding out shit. And so it's just all over the place. Everybody telling everything. But Giselle specifically told Ashley about what Candace said. And if you remember from uh, episode back, basically Candace has been going on and on about uh, Ashley's miscarriage story at Monique's baby shower and how Michael got up and left. Now, (laughs) Ashley put a lot on that because, correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember watching that episode First of all, didn't Michael get up before uh, Ashley even started telling the story? Yep. Yeah. And he did not get up. He did not look emotional. Didn't he get up and go get a drink? Yep. Okay. So here come Ashley with the revisionist history. I don't know why you're trying to convince us of shit that happened. Well, we There's footage. We can see what happened. Mm-hmm. You're trying to change the narrative. Girl. No. But Candace has been hella messy. But as Candace alluded to it, you know, you can tell that that either it's a direct reflection of the shit going on with her mom or it's things that her mom is imparting in her by the way she treats her that are showing up in Candace's own behavior. But she don't have the chops to back up to back up the messy levels that she's keeping up. And that's why she keep getting chopped at the knees because she mm-hmm. she ain't got it. Oh. And so then Giselle <laughs> runs it. And she's lying about uh so then she wanna start being mean about Monique because um of what Monique said about Katie. And when when Giselle said that Katie looks better on an off day than Monique does on her best day. Girl. I said, well, first of all, Giselle, we know that you know judge of beauty because we see what you lay down with. Swamp things and everything else, bitch. So we know you not no judge of beauty, despite how beautiful you are. Mm. But what you're not gonna do is get on here and lie because we are not no fans of Monique. I mean, I take that back. I'm a fan of pregnant Monique. I don't care for non-pregnant Monique, but I'm not going to take that. Monique is a beautiful woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Katie looked like mm. Jack Skeleton. She 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 looked like Kate Moss on Bubble Sugar. So mm. we're not going to like Katie is a fucking mess. She's not ugly by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not saying that, but she is a mess. And she for damn sure don't look better than Monique. And she for no. Like Giselle, you fucking tried that girl. For sure. Only and for you to just be like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to make great step strides in my in my um relationship with Monique, only to turn around and basically try to call her ugly. As if y'all already messy enough. You saying that shit, you know that there's a possibility that that's gonna get back to Monique. Why would you even do that? Because Giselle the bird bitch that don't defending Katie Bozo ass. Well, Bozo's of a feather. Child, you tried the fuck out of that, Giselle. Uh, Monique has an underwater photo shoot. I thought that that was it. Turned out nice, and that's all I got for that. Uh, Giselle is renovating a house. Hopefully, that uh, she does a better job than Robin. (laughs) I would not be surprised if Giselle renovated that house and Robin was still struggling. (laughs) 
<laughs> just a hot, funky fucking mess. Mm. Um, did we talk about uh, Juan and those boys bringing Robin that breakfast? I'm still, I'm, what are y'all doing? <laughs> playing in our face? What, yeah, they playing in each other's faces. What are y'all doing? And I'm, oh, hold on, let me sit up because, um, <laughs> <laughs> Robin, sweetie, mm. you got on this goddamn TV show, this program, and you told us voluntarily that your children Googled you and Juan and found out that y'all got divorced however long ago. Why do you... Only for you, on, only for you to say that you wish you could have gotten in front of this. The only reason you're behind it is because of you. What? Why would you not talk to your kids about this if you know they have access to Google stuff on the internet? But girl, them kids are 37. Them little big hair motherfuckers, girl. Y'all, you know what? I get I'm sick of black parents doing that thing they do where they try to keep shit away from their kids. It never has worked out in black families. It either has made us extremely dysfunctional or extremely distant. Or what is the point? Your children can know that you are divorced and that somewhere along the line, you realize that you still wanted to be together. So y'all are trying to figure things out and be a family. You have no reason to be lying to them big ass kids. You trying to save face for your own fucking self. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's your ego. That has nothing to do with your children. Mm -hmm. Y'all are still in the household together as one. Those children would thrive regardless. And are. And should you, they should not have had to find out through Google that y'all aren't together. Legally, anyway. You are fucking sorry for yeah. that. You need your face slapped, indeed, for that. Mm -hmm. You and Juan both. Because that was just fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I mean, judging by your past action yeah. i know we call people stupid a lot on this show half the time i don't really mean it i really think that robin is not a smart person like she is she really is stupid yeah she i i, I think she's delayed mm. that's about as pc away as i can say she's delayed and Juan just a nigga i don't know what Juan's angle Half off the rent, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Half on the mortgage. That's all I got from Juan because I just don't get it. I don't get it. I do not get it. But anyway, so <clears throat> Candace is throwing a, a, a kickback, I guess for chris so that he can test his recipes out on the ladies because he is writing a cookbook and she invites everybody there even ashley mm. Mm. uh but like candace said earlier everybody is shading you know candace's living situation like is it her house is it a mama's house is it all three of their houses like three's company 
The only thing that stood out to me was like, Michael, with your wannabe dick sucking ass, you ain't got no license to be shading anybody's situation about anything. Mm. You need to worry about the dildos in your closet, okay? They're not even skeletons. Mm. Stick to the eggplants that you're used to, Michael. Mm. Okay. Unhinge that jaw for a nigga like you like to do and shut the fuck up talking about other people's situations. How about mm. that? Because you truly have no license. If we're going to be quite honest, we're going to strip it bare, Michael Darby. You are a, you have a history of sexual assault. Mm. Like they even ran the footage back of you assaulting somebody on the dance floor, however many seasons ago that was. You are creepy. Yeah, very. <clears throat> and I just do not understand. Knowing how creepy you are, knowing the type of shit that you do, that you feel comfortable to talk about anybody. I'm not either. surprised by that because he's white and male. True. That's true. Points were made, friend. Points were made. But while you sit up here, you got all that slick shit to say about somebody. I bet you won't admit that you like your Aussie bum rammed by another man. Stop mm. playing in our fucking faces. How the fuck you going to sit there trying to be messy? Rammed. <laughs> Aussie bum, that is the show title. Mm. <laughs> you tried <laughs> almost, almost got you. <laughs> Aussie bum rammed, that is descriptive than a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just saying, <sighs> points were made. Points were made. I'm just saying, right. Ain't no, ain't no spit or swallow ass motherfucker gonna be talking shit about my living situation. Mm. You worry about your own house, bitch. Mm. Worry about the dick you wanna suck in your own house. Or just admit it, shit. <laughs> Cause I'm tired, and this this is where like I am very tired of what Ashley and Michael have going on with that, and. There's nothing wrong, Ashley, with being with Michael if he's bisexual. It's y'all business. It's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean that y'all don't deserve love and happiness. It doesn't mean that y'all can't start a fruit of family together and have children together. Michael's sexual orientation does not stop y'all from being happily married, but it has got to be tiresome with him constantly jumping out and letting it be known what he's on. And then y'all acting oblivious to the bullshit when people are like, Hey, but your husband said he had sucked some dick. Mm. He said that. Where was I girl? Right. Only come find out that you was right there. Cause if girl. we fast forward just a bit, everybody, first of all, Robin was on time, which surprised me. Mm. I was like, what? are pigs flying? Cause <laughs> We have dragged Robin all season about being late because she has been late to everything. She was on time for some meals. <laughs> and food, I guess. Well, no, because they be having food everywhere. She'd still be late. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so they bring it up in front of Giselle, Candace, and Robin. And Robin is just... Re- you could tell she was so relieved to finally be able to talk about it openly with somebody. 
because she was like, I thought I was dreaming. Like, there's no way I, I heard him say that. And Robin and Candace both were like, Ashley was right there when he said it. He said it about one of our husbands. And then Ashley and Michael disappeared for like 30 minutes after he said that. And I was like, well, this all sounds very suspect to me. Mm. Mm. And then if we remember, and I believe they ran the beautiful bean footage back. Remember, Michael was all nervous, like, oh, was my was my microphone on? I might have said some things that I, I might regret. Yep. Mm hmm. So y'all looking real suspect. Mm-hmm. No pun intended on that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Looking real funny in the light. Mm-hmm. And then Candace had some value. Well, I don't. I want black women to unlearn their homophobia because our lives are in danger the same way men and women in the community lives are in danger due to misogyny and then homophobia, transphobia, biphobia, just the phobias. So for y'all to be making comments that Ashley and Michael couldn't have a real marriage because he may also like men, that's homophobic. Or to say that they don't want to have children because he may want to suck some dick when he's in the mood. That doesn't have, one doesn't have anything to do with the other. People in the community have families and raise their children all of the time. Yep. Mm -hmm. All of the time. Michael's sexual preference does not take away from him having the right to be happily married and he and Ashley have whatever kind of arrangement they have and to have children and raise those kids in a loving household. So while y'all could have used that as why y'all could have used what Michael said as a big joker to, to see what the fuck was going on. Everything after that, y'all got real phobic and I, I kind of checked out. Mm. I was just like, for what? Yeah. Y'all are going in spaces y'all have no business going. Yeah. It turned into how straight women on Twitter be whenever the topic about sexual men come up. Yep. Yep. And so Giselle and Robin try to advise Candace to give up the shit with Ashley. They were like, stop being weird. Like, just let it go. But that was what launched them into talking about Michael because Candace has no intention of letting it go. And she responded by bringing up that comment so we finally got that information and uh they basically were like yeah when he gets drunk you know the (laughs) the real urges come out i guess (laughs) you know too much liquor and the homoeroticism jump out Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh then ashley shows up with katie and basically ashley came to fight yeah and honestly, I was screaming the whole time because Ashley and Candace were just going at it. And Chris was just coming through like a bus boy serving the food, <laughs> just, just letting his wife wild the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, so you're not going to say nothing. You're not going to step in and be like, babe, chill out. Like enough is enough. Or y'all not, y'all not going to be yelling at each other like this. Is y'all a grown? Like he just... He, 
I was like, so you just gonna let them? Like he had that little goofy look on his, and I, I was like, is he living for the drama? Because <laughs> he had that little goofy smirk on his face while they was going at it. Of course, um, because Candace can't hang. Ashley is chopping her down. When Ashley made the comment about them being in her mama house, mm. Candace just loses it. Mm. Goes full off. And then Chris finally steps in and like is trying to keep her away. Because, like, you know, at this point, Candace ready to fight. I don't believe she can fight. So I don't really don't know what she was going to do. But she was acting like she wanted to fight. And I mean, we said it. We said Candace can't go toe to toe with Ashley. Nope. And boy, did she prove us right. Even with that big Joker you got, you still cannot hang with her. Nope. You can't. You can't bullshit a bullshitter, and Ashley is a professional bullshitter. Correct. You just an amateur girl. Mm-hmm. She was like, "You will not discuss my mother in my house," and it's just like. Is it your house? Dorothy said that ain't your house. <laughs> Dorothy name on the lease. Dorothy says she let y'all live there and y'all pay rent. Mm-hmm. Dorothy said y'all can get the fuck out. Didn't she? I mean, Dorothy need her ass beat. but <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I'm just saying, like... It's true. And it's just, the thing about Candace is they don't take much to set her off. So it's just like, girl... You got big you got way too much. You you have way too much glass in your house to always be throwing these stones. Like, chill out. You are a newlywed bitch. Why are you so interested in keeping up mess with Ashley? And let you tell it, Chris got good dick. Okay. Why are you always trying to fight with Ashley? Who gives a fuck if her marriage is, is a sham? Clearly, Bravo is sick of they shit too. <laughs> Okay, they, they got the evidence and shit like motherfucking law and order SVU. Okay, Potomac condition. Like, girl, you got a whole, you got a whole husband right there. You could be sucking a fucking on. You got step kids that you need to help this motherfucker raise. Like, girl, <laughs> you got a wig business you need to try to lift from your mama. Okay, you got trauma you need to lift from your mama. Like, you got bigger fish to fry. Girl, I just don't understand. And it don't, it's not beneficial to you in any way. Nope. Like, I could see if you had, I could see if it was Karen keeping up mess with Ashley. She got a reason. She got a right to be mad because Ashley has kept up shit with Karen for a long fucking time. 84 years. You, Candace, you don't have no reason to be keeping up this shit with Ashley. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to me. But I'm here for the mess, so. And if you decide that you want to keep laying down on the tracks of Ashley, the train, and getting run the fuck over, I'm just going to enjoy. <laughs> Basically. That's what I'm here for. I thrive off y'all negativity. I, listen, I was over here buzzing. I was very, mm-hmm. very excited about it. Because I like seeing y'all, I like seeing you lose your cool and argue with somebody in your own house. Mm-hmm. I like hey. seeing somebody take you out of your element, hoe. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was for my personal pleasure. Because it's so easy to. Clearly. Like that's the thing. like girl, like 
Candace, girl, you are the same woman that get triggered when somebody won't yeah, can't talk. When somebody calls you a princess, like girl, <laughs> you can't right. go with no motherfucker. Ashley, what did you do? Listen, you can't even go to toe-to-toe with Giselle mm. or Robin. Mm. How you can't go to toe-to-toe with Robin? Okay. <laughs> Cause it is also easy to get Robin the fuck up out of here. Like, listen, because Robin got a long history of being a bozo, so girl. Mm-hmm. You can't even go toe-to-toe with that, girl. I know you fucking lying talking like you you finna take that Ashley, girl. Yeah, mind the business that pays you. Right. But anyway, so that was Real Housewives of Potomac. The preview looks lit because the argument in Candace's kitchen is not over, and it doesn't look like Ashley left right away. And it looks like the shit with Michael is going to get brought up. And then we see that scene that they've been teasing for a couple weeks with Ashley in the car with Katie. And Katie is like, is he gay? <laughs> and they've I've seen them cut that in two different ways. One way, Katie asked that and Ashley's like, girl, no. And then on this one, when, they, when she said it, they cut it where she was like... <sighs> So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, look at y'all being messy. We know she's gonna say no. Yep. I don't know why they keep saying no. Like, I just because Bravo and Andy and Miss. I don't even think it's Bravo and Andy. I think it's them. I just don't understand trying to keep up pretenses when we can literally see footage of the otherwise. Yeah. I, I don't get that. You can sit there and try to tell us this fairy tale all you want we can see the fucking evidence you can literally roll back the footage as bravo did of him doing wild shit saying wild shit that does not align with the relationship y'all keep trying to tell us y'all have and like candace said it's not gonna stop the validity of y'all being together or having a baby but y'all just look fucking stupid trying to deny what we can clearly see is true but anyway, more to come next week. So we're going to move on over to Basketball Wives. Season 8, Episode 3. They don't name their episodes, which, I mean, actually, that's fine. <laughs> so Tammy, kind of towards the beginning of the episode, talks about the news of uh, Kenny Anderson su- suffering from a stroke. And we kind of find out that he does not have a close relationship with the the daughters that he has with Tammy. Um, but Tammy was, you know, understandably affected by that because, you know, it's just one of those things where some appear somebody that's close to your age, you know, suffering something like that. It just your mortality just kind of flashes before your eyes. So, mm-hmm. That was that. Um, what's that girl name? Fenty? No, uh, Phoebe. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Phoebe gets a cancer symbol tattoo in honor of her grandfather. And the only reason I thought that I won't say the only reason, but the reason why I'm mentioning it is because I, I think it was just poignant how they were like, he found out he had cancer and died three weeks later, like because they caught it so late mm-hmm. uh, so i do like like i said when they're responsible with platforms like this and they kind of give us those reminders hey we need to be getting checked and things of that nature so that was nice 
so we're gonna touch on this, but real quick, OG is not here for CC playing nice with Kristen, like at all. Period. She like fuck that bitch forever. Which I mean, I, we're gonna get more into that. We're gonna get more into that. Yeah. Um real quick, Evelyn's son is adorable and apparently a, a natural at baseball, so I'm not mad at that. That baseball money, girl. Listen, she about to get it from both sides. <laughs> both ends. Damn, girl. Mm. And she a bad bitch? I mean, she a bozo, too, but, you know. <laughs> well, you know, being a bozo bad bitch, I never stopped a bad bitch from getting money, so. This is true. Or men. What's mm-hmm. 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 So, uh, Jennifer still cannot accept responsibility for the shit that she's done. Still missing Every that time too. it comes up, she's like, well, such and such did this. And it's just like, oh, mm. very tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of you always being on the defensive. I'm tired of you being on my screen looking like a goose. <laughs> I am I am fatigued. Mm. Yeah. People that's always defensive it's me be the messiest motherfuckers that always cause and strife be the most defensive. And I just be confusion. Like Jennifer, you are the strife that you cause. Yeah. And the reason nobody fucks with you is because you take no accountability, passing on your bullshit to your dead mama. Like, girl, let that lady rest. Every time somebody brings some shit to you, oh well, you did this, that, and the other, girl. We talking about you. We talking about why you can't get right. Mm-hmm. And you can't get right because you don't want to be in the right. And the f- step to being in the right is accepting accountability. That's like, dedication to being trash. Because let me tell you something. Mm. If I'm in Amsterdam where you can just smoke weed at cafes and stuff, and I've gotten into so much shit that somebody throwing a table at me, I'm going to have to reevaluate some things because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's no way I should be on vacation in Amsterdam getting cha- getting chairs and tables thrown at me. That is, not, girl, your life has gone astray. Mm-hmm. And Evelyn, like Evelyn said, she's like, you was talking shit about my daughter before your mama died. So what is truth? Yeah, Evelyn had a point there. I could, you know what? Like I said, Evelyn has been a bozo, you know, here and there, but I couldn't argue with that. If your mama was alive and well and cancer free, and this is when you allegedly said the shit about my daughter, what is we even talking about? Mm-hmm. And you only bring up your mama, your mama dying because you're getting called out for being a goddamn bozo while she was alive. So, girl, save it. Which, and I mean, and the reason why nobody is hardly anybody is really fucking with that, and really, Shawnee was a weak ass bitch for that shit that she did hugging you last mm-hmm. uh, episode, is because every time you get called out, you got a, an excuse. Last season, when you was getting called out for all that lying and mess that you had, it was the the nigga with the hips was dragging your ass through court, trying to get a restraining order on him, and then you gonna counter, trying to save face. Every time something goes on and you get called for your shit. You got an excuse. There's some bullshit going on in your life. If we all got pain. We all literally have pain. But we're not all keeping up mess. We all not being trifling ass bitches like you are, Jen. So it's like, at what point are you going to admit to the shit that you did? You you could get out of some of all this bullshit that you deal with if you would just fucking admit. 
I said some slick shit. We wasn't cool then. Can't nobody hold that against you for real, for real. Everyone don't even seem like she want to. Evelyn is just like, girl, if you would just admit what you did, we could move on. We could move past it. Right. You have the tools right in front of you, beloved. You got the tools. You ain't got the tooth, but you got the tools. <laughs> Kurt. That was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> but it was true, so. Well, fuck you, girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, OG. Mm. <laughs> I don't like when the ladies give Jackie Christie an opportunity to be creepy. Let me say that. Yeah. Um, so OG has come up with a brilliant idea because from some tackle she did and she twerked over the girl head. Now she decides she wants to have a twerk doll. Like a bobblehead, but with a bobble butt is what she said kind of how she described it or maybe that's just what Jackie imagined when she described it I don't know I was trying to figure out what was I guess she's completely doing it on her own no one approached her for this because my first my immediate thought was why do you have to do your own butt cast (laughs) so she done went to Jackie Christie house and Jackie got to mix up the shit and put it on her butt so they can get the mold and I was just like what the fuck is going on I am very uncomfortable but Jackie, you know, is all about being peacemaker so far this season. We know that's going to change because, first of all, it's Jackie, but also we've seen the mega trailers. We know she's going to get into it with, I believe, a, a Malaysia at some point. Yeah. Um, but for now, she's still trying to play peacemaker, trying to tell OG, you know, drop the shit with, with like, what's going on with Kristen? Y'all ain't going to ever be cool. Like, what is it going to take? And OG is like, she a fake ass bitch. All the shit that I know about her is not out. And, but what I do know proves how trifling she is, which we found out later in the episode what it was. I don't think that's what it was, OG, but we'll get there. Uh, let's see. Tammy. Oh, girl. <laughs> Real quick, because this was stupid. Tammy uh, has, a, she meets up with uh, whatever the daughter name is. And the daughter's like, my dad just had a stroke. Bitch, you need to stop smoking. Like, figure it out. So Tammy decides, I've tried everything else. Nothing else has worked. So I'm going to go get hypnotized so I can stop smoking. Only for her to be like, I think I fell asleep during the session. And I'm just like, Jackie, why don't you do what normal people do and go to the doctor and get help to learn how to quit smoking? What are you doing? Because it doesn't sound like you've gotten professional help. It sounds like she says she's tried the patch, she's tried the gum. So it sounds like you've tried things on your own. Maybe you need your doctor's help to figure out a way for you to stop smoking. Like, like I appreciate like not beefing with Evelyn, Tammy, but also like when you on your own and not in mess, you are so fucking stupid. Well, she's stupid when she in mess too. That's true. She's just good at you know reading and and fighting. Yeah. Although at this point, I don't know. But every every episode so far has just proven, like, why are you here? If you don't want to be in no mess, you always tipping out before shit kick off. Why even bother be here? 
Right. Uh, why even bother being here? Because you 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 have no purpose on this show, Tammy. None. Because I mean, I don't have any issues with Reggie, but I don't really give a fuck about Reggie. No, I mean, listen, if Reggie not showing us what that dick looked like, I don't care. And like you on your own, Tammy, like you you you're not that cute. You your wigs be uneven. Your com- your comedy is dusty. Like I don't care. Ugh. Oh, she does do comedy. Mm. I mean, well, we gotta say do comedy very 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 loosely. So. Well, that's why I didn't say it with my full voice. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, friend. I'm picking up which foot now. <laughs> uh, so, um, so Evelyn is launching a CBD skincare line, which I think is interesting. I honestly feel like that's on brand for her. Um, so that's she good. invites the ladies to come try them out, try it out, except for Jen, of course, because she don't fuck with Jen, and for good reason. Uh, so CC tells Malaysia and Kristen that uh, she may need a biopsy of her uterus. So she's been like, you know, I have my own stuff going on. So I'm not really like we're we're we've decided we're gonna move on, et cetera, et cetera. And then Kristen's like, oh, if you need somebody with you, you know, I'll come. And mm-hmm. you know, they doing this. <clears throat> we family. We distant bullshit yeah mm-hmm. absolutely og was right about that <laughs> it is very disingenuous which i mean but at the same time i i've thought about that and i'm like what else can we really expect because they have been beefing about this Kristen and cc have been beefing since almost their inception on the show last season mm-hmm. and they have not made any progress at all in this beef even the last episode they didn't make any progress they didn't actually talk anything through they just got to a point where they were exasperated arguing with each other and was like okay we're just gonna agree to disagree and move on so yeah it all feels very fake so they go to this event and og pulls cc aside because she just is so bothered to her core that CC is playing nice with Kristen without having in her mind hashed out all of the issues they have with each other or specifically the issues CC has with Kristen. And so then everybody starts kind of migrating over there where her OG and um, CC are talking. Kristen uh, migrates over there pretending like she's trying to get a drink and shit when she could have just rolled up and this is when shit goes left when i say left i mean left mm-hmm. so kristen and og start getting into it because basically <laughs> kristen is like whatever is going on is not your business like what is your fucking problem and og is like you a fake ass bitch <laughs> <laughs> i love that that's og point of emphasis that you kristen fake ass bitch yeah. Yeah, but I mean, she's not wrong on that. I I enjoyed it though. She was like, "You a fake ass bitch." Um, y'all did not talk about everything and the the shit that's really, you know, the elephants in the room are still stomping around. And then OG brings up that Thomas is not Byron's biological son. 
Now, I don't remember the reason, like her point and what that meant. But she was basically like, bitch, you not no basketball royalty. <laughs> mm. You're not even his real granddaughter or whatever. I was like, ooh. Mm. So let's 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 sit here for a little bit. Um, because I had a lot of I won't say a lot, but I had thoughts on this because on the one hand, OG was dead wrong. Like, there's no reason why your beef with Kristen and the way she has been behaving towards you for the past two seasons should culminate in you throwing that in her face. Like that didn't even make sense, to be quite honest. And it was not your place to to reveal something like that. Even though, according to Cece and what we saw in the preview, Byron, it's not a big deal, nor is it a family secret for real. It's not a secret. Mm-hmm. But it's also not widely known. So that little naivete on uh, Cece's part was like, girl, it may not be a family secret within the family, but that doesn't mean the whole world knows. Like, you knew better than that. You were being stupid. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, in, I got naive. I, I got a problem with OG using what Cece told her in confidence as a big joker for Kristen because that doesn't affect Kristen. Thomas has been, Thomas is adopted. He's known, I don't know, probably a good majority of his life now. It's no secret. So I don't know what you thought you were doing with that. Um, but I like Cece. She's one of the baddest bitches on the show. I see what Byron sees in her. She's got her shit together. Cece's not making no chump change at a med spa. Cece is doing so well that she employed Byron's fucking daughter at her spa. The ungrateful bitch. You beat me to it, Curtis. So I get it. I see it. To me, Cece is attractive. She kind of wants to mind her business and... You know, she does. She's not really here for all the drama. You could tell it flusters her and she doesn't really know what to do in the face of it because she's not used to it. However, if you're going to be on this show with this group of girls, you have got to start playing chess with these bitches because OG got you out here looking real bad. Yeah. And just knowing you from the last season, or I don't know how many seasons she's been on the show, just to- but just so from these past couple seasons, you're not spiteful. You're not mean. Um, you probably were venting to OG because you everybody else has really been trying to bandwagon with Kristen and all of this. Mm-hmm. So you are probably you probably venting to OG, and she took advantage of that. And yep. you need to straighten her fucking hand and be be weary of these bitches trying to befriend you. Yep. Especially when they have animosity and beef beef with somebody that you have to call family. Mm-hmm. You really have to be mindful of the shit you're saying to OG. Yep. Clearly. Kristen, you a punk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you did all of that just to sit on the floor and cry with your shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't like, gonna. What you think what did you think he was gonna do against OG? Who did you th- a bitch who, who played football? Listen, I just this bitch came in here with her fingers sprung and was still finna beat you the fuck up. Oh, listen, like as much as OG is in the wrong, 
I'm just like, Christian, you're not going to be her ass. So, girl, you just, what are you doing? Now, the other thing that I didn't like about this is how basically um, Malaysia and everybody go and OG is like, you know, CC told me and they immediately jumped on. Oh, she's the one pulling the strings. She's the reason why y'all beef keep on going. Like she's using OG to say the stuff to you that she really doesn't want to say. And it's like, that's a wild assumption to make because like Candace said, more than likely Cece was venting. She probably told OG that during a time where y'all was still beefing. Getting confident. And you can tell it was never, it never even occurred to her that OG would use that in the heat of an argument. Mm. Not only that, the rest of y'all know that OG don't like Kristen for on her own. Ever since her inception on this show, even back the last season when Christian made that tactless ass comment about OG and kids and being a, a wife and shit. So mm -hmm. Chris, OG don't like OG don't need CC to manipulate her into not liking Christian. OG don't like her on her own. Mind you, and that's a point that Kristen has driven home multiple times with OG. That wasn't no one time thing. Mm -hmm. Cause she said it during the season and she said it again at the reunion. Yeah. Yeah. And OG had an absolute point. Like I said earlier, Chris, you do feel like you better than her because you married with a kid. And but you I over mean, here I, crying and boohooing because the kid grandpa allegedly not coming to visit, but you ain't taking no action to take your kid to go visit their grandpa either. My my biggest problem with Kristen, and this is with any woman, and I feel like you ladies are too old to not call her on her bullshit, especially when several of you women on that show have had fertility issues. Mm -hmm. Somebody should have tugged Kristen by her hair a long time ago and said, listen, love, throwing in another woman's face that they don't have kids is disgusting. Mm -hmm. You don't know why that woman doesn't have kids. It's not your business. She may not want them. She may have a hard time conceiving. She may have had a child. She may have miscarried. You do not know why somebody does not have kids. So you should shut up and worry about your uterus and why Thomas doesn't want to fill it anymore. Mm. And I, ooh. You are worried about the wrong fucking thing. Marriage is not the end all be all. You are married. You are you married into a family where you are now beefing with your husband's dad. Please tell us, oh married goddess, how great marriage is. <laughs> Why are you Please begging tell your us. husband for to have another child that he don't want? Why are you begging to have another child while you living in that little ass matchbox that you call an apartment? Please tell us, <laughs> oh great Kristen, about why. The next woman should feel away about not being married. We see your shit falling apart every fucking week now. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. have seen it falling apart for seasons now. Mm -hmm. Please, bitch. Marriage ain't all of that. Marriage is amazing when you want to be married. Nothing more, nothing fucking less. It is not something to throw in the next woman's face. Because, sweetheart, your whole fucking shit falling apart over there behind mm. you beefing with your husband's dad. Imagine throwing marriage as a big joker when yours is a circle of strife. Kristen, I know you fucking lying. Listen. Listen, you've had your cousin on here trying to fix your beef with your... Soon-to-be mother-in-law. Yeah. 
cut to the chase for going on a second season. But you worried about the what whether or not the next woman is married. That don't even make no fucking sense. And again, because at one point, weren't they trying to play nice with each other? Because what happened where uh when they went on that trip last year? No, no, no. It was uh when OG's brother passed away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that family was ugly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. The Uggs. Curtis, UG, yes. Mm. Instead of the clumps, the Uggs. Damn. Mm. I almost said something so rude. I won't do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't get it. And so Shawnee steps up and she, you know, attempts to check OG, but OG don't give a fuck because OG is like oh, that bitch. She's fake, and I don't do that fake shit. And also, she's Sean. fake, and, and, and OG had points too. Fuck her. She been taking jabs at me about my partner, me not being married, me not having kids. She's always taking shots at me, but now I can't take a shot at little orphan Annie that she married to. Was it low? Absolutely, it was low. But Kristen been low yep. with several motherfuckers on that show. Just like Jen, you a punk bitch. When you saw Kristen, you should have slapped the fuck out of her. Cause she's the one who was the cause for all that uh uproar at the party that Shawnee left that she paid for. Mm-hmm. That was all Kristen's doing. Kristen, the messiest bitch on that show, but it's always everybody else's fault. Oh, it's Cece. Oh, it's OG. No, bitches, it's Kristen. Yeah. Like we've been saying since last season, it's Chris. It's been her since she been on this show. Yep. And also, Shawnee, you do a lot of performing talking about you never bring up somebody's family. Like when you just got through hugging a bitch that talked about yours. I know you fucking lying, Shawnee O'Neal. Well, you know, family is off limits or whatever. Mm. You don't do that, OG. Family ain't off limits if you poking at me and mine. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about everybody. Yep. Your bald-headed grandmammy, your mammy, your daddy. I don't care if they dead or alive. Cause y'all ain't had no proof. Y'all ain't had no problem telling that woman she waited for her mother to die to become an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody called Evelyn out on that bullshit. Y'all picking and choosing who y'all want to hold to these quote unquote standards and codes and unspoken rules and regulations. Fuck all of that. Kristen has been trying it with OG for a minute. Yep. Kristen has been trying it with Cece for a minute. Kristen has tried it with her father-in-law for a minute. And I Somebody eventually going to clap back. And Cece is not going to be the one to do it. Cece doesn't care, truthfully. Nope. I really feel like Cece don't care. She's here because she's obligated to film and she got the contract or whatever but i truly don't think that she gives a fuck about how byron's kids feel about her and that's a fair assessment byron marrying cc his kids not to your point friend i believe in the preview she says exactly that in the next episode Mm -hmm. and shit byron don't give a fuck and we shit every time Byron on screen, the only thing Byron, he's doing is Byron, not listen. Byron is in the previews next week. Like, what's the big deal? That's common knowledge. 
That's what but, he said. He's like, we've been, everybody been new. That's not a secret. Yep. So what are we upset about? It made sense why Cece felt that way in this episode because she's like, it's if not you, a if you, yeah, if you ask Thomas, I bet you he feels the same fucking way. Thomas ain't but, really gave a fuck either. It's just been Kristen and by extension Malaysia just keeping up this shit. Now they done rope into the shit too. I know, I know that people like to say when you marry somebody, you marry their family. I'm here to tell you that's not true. Nope. And we're we're gonna stop that narrative because it's unhealthy. I don't owe your family anything. Period. Especially if they be like trash. Yes. I don't owe your mom. I don't owe your dad, your grandma, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, whatever. I am marrying you. I do not have to put up with their bullshit. Mm -hmm. I will be as cordial and respectful as they are of me. But no, I do not have to kiss your family's ass because I'm marrying you. Your kids will not talk to me anyway while I sign one of them motherfuckers' paychecks. I don't have to deal with any of that. Y'all can stay the fuck away. Y'all could come around on holidays. We could be cordial. And then the other uh, non-holidays of the year, you and them motherfucking uh, grandkids, y'all can stay away from us. Because you ain't finna stress me and mine out. Byron looked like he in good shape. He looked healthy. He looked like he be wearing CC little ass out. You not finna play with me. Period. That part, yeah, and this is and again, Kristen, because this is how much of a fucking bozo you is. Because it seems like Byron, like, wants to see his grandkids. Like, he wants a healthy relationship with them. He just don't want to deal with you and your fuck shit. Like we said last week, I cannot ever recall my grandparents chasing my mama down to see me. That is just not the way it works. Grandparents have raised their fucking kids. If you want me to see my grandkids, you will make sure that I see them. Otherwise, your ass is grown and on your own. I don't owe you anything. You're too fucking entitled. Y'all don't realize having grandparents is a blessing. Byron has lived his life. Gave his kids a comfortable life. Mm-hmm. Made sure that they could go out and, and have their own lives and start their own families and do what they want to do. I do not have to track you down or call you or chase you to see some kids that I don't have to raise. But he does it anyway. Mm-hmm. According to him. Yeah, because he he loves his grandchildren. He don't love you, Christian, because you're a fucking bozo. I mean, you got him looking crazy in these streets. I'm not I'm not mad at Byron at all. No. No, I'm not. Oh, because Byron is, I feel like Byron is being truthful. Yeah, he's being transparent. I feel like Kristen is being Byron. overly dramatic and entitled. Kicking up shit. Like we've seen since our inception on this goddamn show. Like Byron can't. decided he wasn't going to no more brunches, lunches, dinners, winners, hinners, sinners, and having to pay. And she been mad in the motherfucker ever since. Because mm-hmm. you and Thomas cheap ass don't that pull y'all wallet out. Mm-hmm. The broke jumped out. And she been mad ever and since. I, and I guarantee it was probably the same way with the grandkids. 
expect Byron to buy them the world, do this, take them here, do that. And Byron, like, I'm not doing none of that shit, bitch. <laughs> you bring that little girl over here, she could play out in the backyard, come pick a little ass up, take her home. Child, Kristen can eat shit, honestly. Truthfully. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a fan, not even a little bit. Like even 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 I'm enjoying Jackie's presence on the show this season more than Kristen. Listen, and that's the real fuck you, Kristen, because bitch, you on a show with Jackie fucking Christie, and that and Jackie fucking Christie is appearing, keyword appearing, a more decent human being than you. Bitch, you got you need you need your ass beating, you need to eat shit. Like imagine we watching uh go through all uh, we are watching them go through all this shit with Kristen kicking up shit, and in the same show we see Evelyn and and Jackie hanging out on good terms on, on their own with nobody else around talking about shit. Like Kristen, girl, what are you doing? Why are you so determined to to fight amongst your family? Listen, it's weird. And Malaysia, you a stupid bitch too. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that ain't nothing new, so. That's true. That ain't nothing new. Well, the show pretty much ended. Phoebe was like, if I had known these bitches was this goofy, I, I, I just stayed away. Like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I fuck with that energy, Phoebe. Mm. Yeah. Not, that it, not that it seems like you have any reason to be here regardless, but you know, I fuck with the energy. So yeah. that was that episode of Basketball Wives. And I think that wraps up this episode of Ratchet Ramblings. So another reminder, you guys, the compilation episode is out. It is lengthy. It's over three hours, but it is literally almost all of our favorite shady and funny moments from the past six months since what? January, maybe late December. Um, it was about 26 episodes worth of content. So, you know, three hours and 15 minutes, I believe. But it's pretty much a laughter train from start to finish. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. What we would ask is that you listen to that or you listen to, you know, whatever episodes you like to listen to. Have that in mind. We're going to do the poll next week and we want you guys to vote in the poll based on what you hear on the show and not outside sources so if you follow us on twitter or facebook or um instagram then we don't want those to be factors so preferably you would listen to the compilation episode and then vote but you know y'all grown we're not gonna tell y'all what to do or maybe we will i don't know y'all be trolling us so we never really know that's true too y'all should be trolling from these foes however i could tell you that should i come reign supreme this time i'm ready to take my crown and scepter and go about my day i think that it's a real possibility i've been real trash this second year yeah i think it's a real possibility you might you might we might be in the destiny fulfilled uh era when you know kelly got to lead the song by herself yeah, we might be. We'll see. But like I said, we'll I want the compilation episode to be up for a little while to give people a chance to listen to it before the voting. So that'll be next week. In the meantime, 
Thank you, as always, for listening to all the episodes. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for adding us when you see stuff on Twitter or Instagram. Please continue to do that. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Purchase some merch. We got shirts, Ratchet Rambling shirts uh, in the store. If you go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store. Subscribe to the Patreon for bonus content. It's Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises. Uh, hopefully you guys are supporting our other free shows, Gay Side Stories, Not So Newlywed, Crown and Collets, and Mama Meets World. Oh, and the newcomer, Yep or Yuck. Um, we'll have a new review of Yep or Yuck coming, I believe, next week. Uh, that'll be Spider-Man Far From Home. And I think that's it. So, my groupmates, do y'all have anything else before we get out of here? Nope. See you niggas next week. Peace. Out.